Welcome to another episode of Eat Shit and Dice, a fortnightly podcast about board games and very rarely food. But sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. We've been talking about food a lot more lately. Well, we're going to talk about a lot gonna, of food. Yeah, today we're uh, going to talk about Let me a lot. finish the intro. Let me finish the intro. I'm Jared. I'm Johnny. <laughs> food games. Yes, today we're going to talk about food games. So we're finally going to include food in, in an episode. <laughs> No, that's not fair. That's not fair. We we used to talk about food a lot more often than we do now. Well, the last few episodes we have, too. Like, for Valentine's Day, we talked about the Aldi food yeah, for that's, Valentine's that's Day. Yeah, that's true about the cheese that you bought. Yep. And then I posted pictures of it on our Instagram. Oh, did you? I did. For anybody that wants to see, we posted pictures on Instagram. Well, you know, we're recording in the in the past. So. They're still already on Instagram. <laughs> that's right. Wink. Okay, anyway, we're going to talk about some food games today. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which game do you want to talk about first, Jared? Um, you know, we should just get this one out of the way right away. I, I, I like where, where you put this in the, in the order. Okay. I just really want to sure. just talk about it and be done with it. Sure. Um, gosh, how to, how to address this. There is a game uh, that... I, I was very excited to play because yeah. I love the idea of a food truck game. Yeah. What I got, though, was a lot of, John D., can we stop playing this game? I don't. <laughs> there was a lot of, wait, what? Are we doing this right? Somebody look these up in the rules. I don't want to play this anymore. This game, I, I hate this game. <laughs> I don't hate it. But I, I didn't hate it, but I word, did not. But. I, I had I some disagreements there, with it. Yeah, like I feel like there were a lot of things that really could have been streamlined in the game. Uh, by the way, it's called Food Truck Champion from Daily Magic Games. And uh, it was definitely not a game that we liked. Doesn't mean that you might not like it. We're just talking about our opinion. I mean, it, let's was, talk about the rule book. Yeah, there wasn't anything particularly wrong with the game design from a game design standpoint. I just didn't have fun. It's just okay. First of all, the rule and the book rule book is, is a thesaurus, so like, not a thesaurus. Wow, that's a different thing. Uh, an encyclopedia is what I meant. Well, to say. it's just it doesn't make anything very clear. And so then you get in there, start playing the game, and finally, like Cat and I were at a point where we were pretty sure we were doing it right. But then you and Jeremy, I think you were playing a complete different game. And so we're just like, okay, oh uh, wait a minute. So basically, the premise of this game is you're running a food truck. And don't mind me. I'm just going to go over here and turn you down a little bit. So you're running a food truck. You choose one of like five, I think five different food trucks. Um, each food truck has like a different name or theme or whatever. And then you are trying to get ingredients, um, orders. Um, no. Okay. So you had two kinds of chefs. One could only take food out of the fridge. The other could only... I'm not... I haven't gotten to that point yet. I was just talking about how, how the game is, like... So you have ingredients, yeah. employees, um, the actual, like, things that you're making, orders or recipes, whatever right, you Right, so the cards, the cards do a lot of things. The, so, the car, oh, it's God. Yeah, so the cards are actually things. three different things. So you a have card the food, is, yeah. the employee, and the, the and actual, actual, like, food like, dish. What, yeah. So... I feel like that worked okay, but the iconography was not very good. Are you trying to tell me that the picture of the chef, the guy that is a chef with his arms crossed, that doesn't represent uh, anything to do with chefs, 
doesn't make sense. I didn't say the art. I said the iconography. Yeah, that's an icon. Is it? I can't. Yeah, on the um, the food truck boards. On the food truck boards, there's like, you know, the four different areas. Right, but the icon, I'm talking the iconography on the cards. On the cards, yeah. Um, for the, for the, the chef, board is a card. Uh, for the chef, it's just like a chef hat. For the prep cook, it's it's a pot. Uh, the manager is a clipboard. The cashier is a cash register, and the driver are keys. Which, yeah, those things sound like they make sense, but the actual icons are not good. Um, well, and also, okay, so there's manager, driver, executive chef, prep cook, driver. You said driver. Driver, twice. I said driver twice. Driver, cashier, manager, prep else. cook, and executive right. chef. So, <clears throat> why do I need so? <laughs> why do I need so many people in a food truck? Have you ever been to a food truck, Jundi? Yeah, I have. How many people? It's usually do you about two. <laughs> uh huh. At least at a time. I mean, you might have a bigger staff, but you're only going to ever have two people in your truck at a time. So why do you need a sous chef, a, a saucier? It's a, cook, it's a prep cook and an executive chef, and they I have two different food functions. Truck. What kind of food truck has an executive chef? Uh, a a precocious, no, a uh, pretentious one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Pretentious. What kind of, what kind of... <laughs> There's just so much going on in this game. So here is my biggest complaint about the game. So when you're playing, you have to... Lead, follow, or get out of the way. Yeah, so when it's your actual turn, I believe the first person, like, says what they're doing... And then everybody else has a choice of either following. Doing the exact same thing. And then it's not their turn. They're not doing it on their turn. They're doing this on your turn. Or they can choose, I think, draw a card. Yeah, they can just be like, oh, I don't want to do that. I draw two cards instead. Right. And then don't, do, don't, don't get to do anything else. But if it's your turn and you want to draw two cards, that's it. Your turn's over. Like, I just don't understand like we tried it we tried it that way we also tried where um we, we tried to fix it and it wasn't any look, better look 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 they had hours of play testing on this game okay <laughs> no i'm sure okay to be fair um the the game was play tested a lot it was taken to some kind of play testing event um i remember when this game was on kickstarter it, just something about it fell flat once we actually got it to the table the art is great uh, yeah, I really like the art. The the theme is great. It's just what it's just not a fun game. I don't know. There's just something something in the system breaks down when you have to when you do this one thing on somebody else's turn, but it feels like it's your turn because you're doing a thing, but it's not really your yeah. turn. You're doing it on their turn. What? But then once you finish, take your turn, play your action. Okay, your card that you just used, put it back in the middle of the table. Yeah, that was the other so thing that was you weird. Draw it on your next turn. <laughs> I know they can't see me shaking my head, uh, unable to find words. Um, it is rare for Johnny to not be able to find words. I talk all the time. I, I just. There were so many times when we were playing this when it was like, oh yeah, we got to put these back in the middle. And I was just, but but why? Why? Well, you also could not get past the fact that there were two different chef types. Yeah, well, I, I was like, okay. I, I why, and you were like, why can't we just have one that does one or the other? I have food in my hand. How do I, how do I play the food in my hand? I can't. 
then what is this? Why do I have this? Oh, if it's in my hand, it's only a person. Okay, that's fine. How do I turn this person into food? Oh, I play it as a person and then I wait two turns and it turns into no, food. No, it does not. Yeah, because you play. Okay, so if I've got a driver in my hand, it's also, I don't know, maybe. But you're not using it as that, as that, as that food. Right, dish. so I've got the driver that's also, let's say it's a grain. So on my turn, I, I play down the driver as a driver. Mm-hmm. Then at the end of my turn, it goes back into the pool. Oh, then somebody can else can take it take as a it food. Take it as a food. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, that was weird. And so, yeah, there's a prep cook and an executive chef that do two different things. One, the prep cook moves an ingredient from your fridge section of your player board to the order ticket in your plating area, which is like where the dishes go. The executive chef plays a card as an ingredient from your hand onto the order ticket in your plating area. So I get the two completely different actions and that's fine. Our, our question was, why can't just one chef card <laughs> be like, you can do this or this on your turn, but not both. The, the, the driver? The driver made sense. The driver, you play the driver, you take a food card from the center of the table, fine, okay? Right, because that makes sense. Because the driver is like going to the grocery store and getting one. Yeah, well, yeah, they're grabbing. Yeah, you're they're getting ingredients. So basically, the manager can hire a person. Sure, yes, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. The cashier moves order tickets from the order to your plating. Totally area. Makes, makes sense. Makes sense. Why are there two chefs? It's a food truck. It's not a five star restaurant. Like yeah, like I said, I get that there are two. How many Michelin actions? stars does this food truck have? That five. It, that it needs. <laughs> it needs five different kinds of chefs. I mean, I get it. Like, there's two different actions, but they really could have just had, like, one chef. And, or, or if they really wanted to have two separate cards do, do these two different things, one could be a chef and the other could be, like, the truck owner. No, because that's a separate card. Oh, my God. And he totally can do is. all of He's the actions. He's a wild card, basically. And it, it depends on which truck you're playing that you have different, uh, different owners. Um, like w- one of them is a, uh, it's two bears, <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. which uh, you can, not w- the animals. You can look that up on urban dictionary yourself. Um, one of them is that a guy with a really cute dog, but the dog's kind of also looks like a person. So I'm not, <laughs> not sure what that's about. Uh, lady Josephine's is, uh, just a lady. Wow. Just a lady. She's a lady in a dress and a big hat, big floppy hat. Um, there's the Soul Sisters, S-O-L Sisters. Mm-hmm. I believe that was like Mexican food. Um, maybe. There was a Mexican one. We didn't play with that one. Oh, no, that was the taco one. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, Tacos. And that's another thing muerta. that bothered me. You could. The, the, the food order cards. You're this food truck. But if you want to, you can buy this cupcake out of the floor and use it as a hamburger on your next turn. Because you're not this food truck. Gross. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I'm just saying. The, the, there are parts of this game that absolutely make sense. And there are parts of the game that. Where you're scratching your head going, what? Yeah. And like I said, uh, by the time we quit playing, I think Kat and I had it, had it figured out. Oh, I had but, figured it out at that point. Yeah. But we were still, all four of us were, I think we were all playing a different game like we all understood it differently because the rules are not incredibly clear and maybe it's just because the game design is not fun and so i don't know it really felt like they they were like hey we like poker right you like poker you know what my favorite part about poker is the cards anteing <laughs> calling 
checking. What if we took that mechanic and made a food truck game out of it? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it was a uh, play test. What is this play test? Uh, NW. I don't know what that, what NW play test NW. Maybe I should Google that. How about that? Sure. You do that. Play test NW. But if this game, if we haven't ruined this game for you, there is a solo variant online to oh, it's play in, it. in Seattle. Um, yeah. There's a, there's special two player rules. Uh, yeah, I just don't see this one coming back to the table at all. <sighs> and I'm super bummed about it because I really wanted to like this game. I love, we've already, I've already stated the fact that I love food themed games anyway. And food trucks are super awesome. And they're like super in thing the last several years anyway. So I really was excited about this one. And then it just really fell flat. And as I have said, I will play anything twice. So I would give it another shot, but Maybe. I don't expect that it would go any different. I mean, we didn't even finish a whole game because we, we were didn't. just like, Ugh. We, were... we were so irritated at the rules <laughs> that had we come come at it maybe having already played before we might have we yeah. might have gotten through a whole game yeah um i really am not sure i'll want to play it again but i'll try it again maybe a while down the line when when it's not so fresh in my mind i might be willing to play it again yeah just like space movers yeah that's true because we did learn that we were playing space movers wrong and i am totally willing to give that one another chance so you know what uh, um if if you made this game and i don't remember who made the game i don't have that information in front space of me. movers or no 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 food truck champion uh it is um, i know it's daily magic but i don't remember like the designer anyway uh designer if you're if you're listening and you think that we played it wrong um you know get in contact with designed us designed by nicole i can't say the last name and I can't say they're one of their last names. Okay. J-E-K-I-C-H, Nicole Jekic, and Luke Turpinine, Turpinen, Turpin, I don't know. Well, if you're... (laughs) Turpentine, I don't know. Oh, gosh. Um, Uh, Luke and Nicole. I'm... I would not put it past us that we were doing something wrong. Anyway, that, that that issue aside, I would give it a try if I were playing with someone who'd played it before and like oh, actually yeah. liked it enough to teach me why it's fun. Yes. Because us reading the rule book, uh, we did not enjoy. We that. did not have fun. We did not. Uh, we played this uh, Super Bowl Sunday, right? Um, maybe. I think that's when we played. It. I don't know. We played it sometime in 2019. Yeah, I sometime I, in 2019. <laughs> It was yep. not a great. I just didn't enjoy this game at all. But it's not that there are bad things in the game. Like the game itself has a lot of really good elements. I just don't feel like it's brought together as a whole to be like this really great experience that you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And there were just parts of it that just felt tedious. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I would try it again. Sometime. Someday, not, maybe. Not, yep. not now. No. But you know what game I will try again? Tell me about it. Um, okay, well, it's the next one on our list. Um, is it the game that has little little frying pans? Uh-huh. It's one of, the, one of the games that has little frying pans. There are several that I can think of. I can only think of two. But, uh, yeah, a la carte. Is, Woof. Um, and I believe, I believe this one is still available through Yellow. 
guess? Uh, not that I'm, I don't think it's available through anybody ever, any, anytime, never. Well, then you are out of luck if you hear us talk about it and you really want to play it. Well, there's a copy on the geek market for $79, or you can do what I did and just uh, go to Miniature Market and for some reason they have one. And, I remember. And you say, hey, why do you guys have this game? And they and, and they say, well, we found it in the warehouse when we were moving. And, and then you say, um, I'll take it. <laughs> that's what happened. That's a, that's a very similar story to the real events that occurred. BS yes, all cart. It's from 1989. It's on Amazon for $200. <laughs> remember that episode we had about expensive games? Yeah. <laughs> Woof. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, a la carte is kind of a mixture of, I don't know, dexterity, a little bit set collection. Um, I don't know, Jared, what what category would you put a la carte in? I mean, it's got a dexterity component to it. It's got a set collection uh, component to it. I would put it in action point allowance system, dice rolling, set collection. Uh huh. You're looking at food, BGG. cooking, action, dexterity, party game, family. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, those are what BGG says. But no, the the real answer is yeah. I, w- I would say definitely dexterity and I guess set collection. But I honestly think it'd be more more of hand management. Even though abstractly, you're not managing your hand. You're managing a pan. Mm-hmm. But you're still managing what is in there and what goes in and out. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I can, I can see that differentiation. So the way the game works, because I mean, yeah, there is set collection in there because you have to collect five different recipes. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's complicated. It's from 1989 before we had such rigid borders about what board games are. It, it's really a cool game, though. So uh, you have there's these little, um, I don't know. Spice bottles? jars. They're spice jars. Yeah, they're bottles um, that have cubes in them. No, no, no. They're, they're table scatter. Cubes? No, they're table scatter. Um, like Ascension Gems. Oh, that's right. That's right. They were. Um, Those so, things are called table scatter. Um, if you're an interior decorator, you're already aware of that. But if you're if you're just a nerdy board game guy, and you're like, gems. what are these little gems? They're called table, table scatter. scatter. Okay. Well, so you have, they're all different, they're the different colors in each bottle yeah, there's that are a, ingredients. A red one, a the black one, one, yeah, yellow and green. Yeah. And then and salt. on your turn, you're trying to get, for whatever recipe you're working on, you're trying to get a certain amount of each of the ingredients or each of the spices or whatever into your pan. You do this by, you have to be all one motion, one, you can't stop. One smooth motion. You take the bottle and you turn it upside down and then you turn it back up. You cannot can't like do it in two actions you can't turn it upside down shake it and then turn it up you can it all has to be one fluid action so in theory that sounds like it's gonna be oh i can do this but then what actually happens is either you don't get anything or you get way too many of what you need yeah so um it's not super realistic but just to give you an example one of the recipes is hamburger and its spice requirement is one black pepper So you would think, oh, that's no problem. I'll take the hamburger, and then on my turn, I will just dump one black gem into my pan. Oh, I dumped 15 of them. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Uh, But, you know, that's not what ruins your food. No, it's too much salt. What ruins your food is there's also a temperature component on the player 
setup. I mean, the, the, the components for this game are incredibly cool. But there's a temperature ver- part of it. And your recipe can only be done between a certain um, range of temperatures. And if it goes above that, if, if, if your oven temperature or stovetop temperature goes above that, you've burned your food. Mm-hmm. And you don't get to finish it. You can't fix it. Card's gone. You have to start over with something else. Yeah, and for the most part... Um, happens a lot. Yeah, it's going to happen most most of the time. Yeah, it's going to happen a lot because other things that other people are doing or that you're doing in the game cause the temperature to go up or down. And you might think, okay, I'm going to do this. Oh, well, that didn't work because I just turned my temperature up by two and messed up my... <laughs> so it's definitely got that, I don't know, um, tension there. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to figure out if you're going to actually be able to make a recipe, I think I burned more things than I ever actually cooked. I think that might be true. Um, I was like one turn away from, from triggering the, the, the end of the game, but I did not make it there. Someone else beat me to it. Uh, was it me? Mm, I think it was cat. Might've been cat. She was, uh, she was good at cooking that day. It was, it was a, I really liked the game. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and there's a... No, there's there's two expansions. One of them... I think I might just have one, and then I have some, like, magazine promos. Um, I won. That's desserts? Oh, you won? I did. Okay. I won 18 points. Uh, you had four points. I may have had four points, but I was going to get that get that recipe... I don't remember what recipe it was, but it was the, like... You were working on something good. I was. But, yeah, I had 18 points, and everybody else had 5, 4, and 7. So, I kicked some booty. Or, I I, I spiced up the kitchen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, here's how, here's how the, the, the table presence of this is. It does have little not-food-safe frying pans. And these cute little... Awful cardboard ovens that fall apart immediately and are a pain. But they are so adorable. And yeah, you you roll a die. You do what the die says. If it says you get to adjust the temperature, yep. Then you burn your food. You burn your, usually you're gonna burn your food. Uh, <laughs> there's a there's a pancake that you can flip that you actually legitimately have to flip in order to get points for it. You legit have to flip it. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, well, there are cards that you can collect that let you do different things like turn somebody else's temperature up or adjust your own temperature. Uh, I had some pretty powerful cards and I was stockpiling them and I think it's how I managed to win because I had all these really powerful cards. Um, hmm. Interesting. Someone on BoardGameGeek made a giant version a DIY giant version using real pots. Interesting. That is interesting. They've got a whole design process that they've posted here on Board Game Geek. You guys should check it out. I, I don't think I can link to this specific part of the images. So uh, if that sounds interesting to you, just go to the just go to the image thing and just scroll a lot. I don't know. I don't know if I would recommend hunting this game down at two hundred dollars. 
I would. So if I found the game it. for like 50 or 60 bucks, I would 100% buy it. Uh, I'm not paying $200 for it, but then there are very few games I would actually pay $200 for. Uh, like my food, my food game, Holy Grail or whatever, mm-hmm. was uh, Res- Ristorante Italia, which we will talk about in, in a future food theme episode. Yeah. And I was not going to pay a ton of money for the game, but then I finally came across a copy of it on the Board Game Geek market for like 50 bucks plus shipping. And so I was like, yeah, I'm totally going to buy that. But I wasn't going to pay like $100 or $150 for it because it's still just a game that's going to sit on my shelf. And I have like 300 of those and I'm not going to pay that much for for one game. How much would you pay for a copy of, uh, hold on, I'll wait until you're done drinking, uh, Peppino the Clown? Negative $1 million. <laughs> so hold on. That means someone has to give you $1 million. Yes. And a copy of the game. That is the only way and I would own keep that it. game. Yeah. Only if somebody you won't just, me. You won't just keep the million dollars and throw it away. No, I keep it on my shelf. If they pay me a million dollars to have the game, I'd have it. I just wouldn't play it. Mm, you just got to watch out for that decoy snail. Oh, that game. <sighs> Yeah, so... I, I don't know, John D. Would you play a la carte every day? No. All day, every day? No. It's only a 6.5. I'd say that's fair. I enjoyed the game a lot. I would definitely 100% play it again. It's not something that I am going to... It's not going to be the first food game that comes to mind when I'm thinking about food games. Oh, it's always the first food game that I think of. It's definitely going to... like. I'd say out of all the food games out there right now, I would probably put it in my top 10. Okay. Well, I may um, trick you into playing it on a video so that everybody can see how great it is. I'm okay with that. Got to drive up those eBay prices. Got to drive up those all those aftermarket prices. Yeah. Totally fine with that. Whatever. Let's you know what, do it. You know what? You know what? 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 Sign, here, what? sign this. What? Um, sign this. Uh, okay, that's your hand. But um, What am I signing? You're signing a contract that says you're going to play... I don't know. I don't have a contract. I don't even know where any of the papers are. <laughs> Did I leave them downstairs? I don't know. I don't need to sign a contract. It, it's it's recorded. This is a verbal contract. It's, a, it's recorded this is on admissible audio. In court. Yes. Whatever. Yep. So you know what other you know what kind of food I really like? Yeah, because I'm looking at the same piece of paper that you're looking at. I yeah. do know. I really like donuts. Not a piece of paper. It's a Google Drive. It is. A, yeah. I like donuts. Do you like donuts, Jared? Um. Yeah. Donuts are. Uh, they're okay if you get the right kind of donuts. Yeah. From yeah. the right kind of donut place. I would agree with that. So we played a game recently mm-hmm. called Donut Drive Through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we played it at a Tim Hortons. Just kidding. It was in your living room. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, from Grail Games. Yeah, and it, uh, what's it was originally called? It was originally published in Japan. Oh, that does not surprise me. It, uh and it was called Let's Make Bread. What? Are you serious? Yep. Sure was. Oh, my gosh. It has little bread. Oh, my God. Little bread loaves. Okay. Well, <laughs> we got a crappy version of this game called Donut Drive Through. Oh, my God. It was not crappy. It's so cute. So, um, so yeah. funny, funny thing. Usually, I have this thing about not liking food with faces. Like, I don't like my food to be... I don't know, humanized or something. I don't like my food to look at me, okay? And so a lot of food game art that has faces, like, kind of freaks me out. Yeah, that's true. I think we've talked about that before. We have. But this one didn't bother me because it was cute. 
it wasn't like, um, I don't know, like veggie tails creepy. Mm-hmm. So I was okay with this one. It was kind of like sushi go style, uh, food faces. So I'm okay with this one. And it was super adorable. In fact, uh, if you follow us on Instagram or Twitter, our Valentine that we put out to, th- to, oh, yeah. to wish everybody Valentine, Happy Valentine's Day, actually was a game. picture of this game. Yeah, it's a worker placement game. Um, and I guess the theme of that is uh, making donuts and selling donuts and uh, eating donuts. You don't uh, really yeah. eat them. You take no. orders, you prepare orders, you serve orders. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're the one running the donut place and baking. You're not yeah. the one eating the donuts. Yeah. It'd be a better game if, uh, if you were the one eating the donuts. Well, I do like to eat donuts. <clears throat> it's, and, and then there's a, some things that I'm not, I'm not 100% sure are donuts in this game, but if it was originally about a bread store, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah, I can... There were some interesting flavors, too, that made me go, hmm, I kind of want to try that. Like jalapeno orange blossom. Oh, yeah, that's great. That sounded really, really interesting. So basically the way the game works is there are uh, all the different cards have uh, die on them. And trying to remember all this. Jared, I explained the last game. You explain this one. Um, okay, it's a worker placement game. You um, you have donuts, and you're trying to take the order of the donut to uh, your customers, not to your customers, from your customers. You can serve, learn a recipe, prepare, or have, take a coffee break. Yeah, take a coffee break means collect your workers. Yeah. Because it is a worker placement game. Yes, and so at some point you're going to be running out of workers. So, yes, Johnny is correct that they, they have uh, dice numbers on them. Because you have to tap them for mana to get plus ones so you can roll a die to get a better die roll to make more bigger donuts. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I'm not explaining that at all. No. So, okay, you, you, you start with a pretty easy-to-make donut. You should be able to very easily make this one. You shouldn't need any any pluses for it. It's just like two. You, if you can roll a two or more, you can make the donut. So then you flip it over, and it becomes a plus one for you, which you can then um, utilize as a resource by rotating it 45 degrees because you can't say tapping it. Yes, you can. I, John D., you can argue with me on this all day. Yes, you just enjoy I am, saying. I am a hundred percent aware that that copyright does not hold up. But you want to tell me that anybody's just going to make a game where they call it "tap your mana" and not get sued to the point where even if they would lose the court case, Hasbro would put those people in the ground. The copyright ran out. Yeah, Hasbro would put you in the ground if you tried to make a game where you tapped cards for mana. Well, maybe no, maybe don't say mana. Okay, fine. If you tapped cards for donuts. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so getting, we're take, getting we're getting off topic you again. Take, this is what people want to hear. This is the quality content that people <laughs> tune in for to hear right. us argue about Hasbro murdering people and burying them in Walmart parking lots as the construction crews are paving it. That's what happened to Jimmy Hoffa. That's what's going to happen <laughs> to anybody that uses the word tap. <laughs> Okay, um, so you have your coated baby, which is the name of your donut, 
and it takes uh, a roll of two to prepare it and a roll of two to serve it. And then you flip it over. It's not worth any money at the end of the game. It's not worth any points. And it just is a roll of at least that. Like if you roll yeah. four, you're fine. It's not like you have to get exactly two. So you've got this, this donut face down. You can flip it. You rotate it slightly, 90 degrees, 45 degrees, whatever, to utilize it as a plus one on any future rolls. Um, yep. I think it's once you, when you take a coffee break, they all reset. Is that right? I believe so, yeah. So it's not like permanently, but you tap them when you're using But you them. have to spend a turn in order to get your workers right. back and untap your... Right. Your resources. So if you want to get, uh, let's go to the other one that's in this picture that I'm looking at here. If you want to get, no, you know what, let's go look at this one. If you want to get a plum and blueberry buttermilk fudge that takes seven to prepare, well, how the heck are you going to get seven? You're going to have to make another donut and tap its resources. Yeah, because you only have one die. Yeah. It's not like you have two die. So. So if you want to make a lavender versus cardamom donut. It takes four, a roll of four or more mm-hmm. to make, to prepare, and a roll of two or more to serve it. Yep. So that one's easy. And then once you've made that one, and you've made a fluffy bun, which is a two and a two, then you can move up to Honey Matcha Yeah, which is a seven seven with trample. <laughs> oh my God. It doesn't. It doesn't have trample. But it, it is a seven seven. Seven to prepare, seven to serve. Yeah, you were you were not prepared for that, were you? <laughs> no. I was not. Wow. I don't know. I just really like the art. I really like the names of these donuts. Yeah, shards of serendipity. Taste delicious almond bomb. Um fluffy bun. Yeah, fluffy bun. Fluffy bun. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a really cute game. Like it's not going to be some hard hitting, you know, hardcore game. It's a no. really light, quick game. And it's in a really tiny box too. It is. Yeah. You, know, you could take it with you to a game cafe or a convention or whatever, throw it in your bag. You'd probably fit it in your pocket. You could take you, it to the really donut shop. Well, I guess you, I guess you could. You could. I'd put it, I'd put sleeves on that before you just took it to the <laughs> donut shop Absolutely. Yes. I really liked it. I would, I would a hundred percent play this one again. And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What, what would you say? How big would you say it is? Probably like four inches by four inches. If even that. Yeah. It's, it's a really small box. It's a very small box. And, uh, it is available in most countries probably under the grail games imprint yep. here. Yeah, if you go to the Grail Games' website, you can buy it uh, on their website. Although, I say that, and right now it says their online store is currently undergoing maintenance and will return in early 2019. Oops. Uh, so sometime soon, you will be able to purchase this on their website. Oopsie. Well, um, I don't know. I guess we'll find out in early 2019, whenever that is. Um, it's like now. Oh, do you want to talk about another game that's definitely broken insofar as it makes me want to eat a lot of meat and get the meat sweats? Oh, yeah. Meat right. sweats. Then um, let's go get a bunch of meat. I think that's the only way to really do this game justice is to get a pile of meat. Uh, just and just so much meat. a pile of meat while yep. we talk while you about play this game. Churrascaria from Absurdist Productions. By Dave Thomas. No, not that Dave not Thomas. Not that Dave Thomas. The other one. 
Yeah, when we no, met no, no, him. No, not the other one. The other When one. we met him and he said his dad was like, shut up, that is not your day. Yeah, John D was really mean to him. Very, very rude and disrespectful. I was not. His parents named him that as a joke. Oh my God, no, they didn't. <laughs> Dave Thomas, no, if you're true. listening, we're really sorry. Um, we really like you and your game. He might, he might listen to this. I could see him listening. He re, he he uh, posts uh, comments on our Facebook page. Yeah. So. so I could see him. I can see him listening to this. Maybe. Uh, so, Churiscaria. It, it, it's Churiscaria, a cutthroat game. Cutthroat game of gluttony. It is a uh, card game where you're collecting cards, trying to eat all the meat, but you don't want to eat the salad or the desserts because you're at a Brazilian steakhouse, so you don't want to fill up on bread or or dessert or salad because you want to eat all the meats and get the meat sweats. Yeah. We're adding the meat sweats part. Yeah, it's not, it's not an official part of the game. I mean, if you go to a Brazilian steakhouse and you don't get the meat sweats, you're doing it wrong. So, um, so yeah, the whole game is about trying to get meat and eat it, but not eat the other food. And a lot of times you're not going to be able to avoid eating the other foods. So, so you have to throw up. Sure. There, I, there, were there are cards that, that yes. let you remove other Things, foods yes. that you've eaten, Johnny. There were. If there you were. eat the mojito card, it lets Makes you take you other cards that you've eaten. That is an expansion, by the way, I believe. Mm, I don't know. It came in the box. It did, but I think it... Oh, it's a variant. It's I an believe. expansion. Yes. So I did find out that we <laughs> did something... Oh, we did the, um, the drinks when yeah. we were playing... We had the drinks counting as how many things you're allowed to have on your plate. Oh, you can have more. I found that the drinks don't count because, as Dave pointed out in one of our posts, is it's not like you're going to put your drink on your plate. That's true. I don't know that that would have made any difference when we were playing. A couple of times it would have. Okay. Because. uh, I kept eating everything that was in front of me. You did. I was ruthless. (laughs) I I like to think about this game as um, it's like if Munchkin were... uh, themed to meat and also fun. <laughs> yeah. Like when, when he was first showing this game to us, uh, gosh, I don't know. A uh, geek way, not this past one, but the one before. Okay. That, so like two years ago, almost. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So he, he had just either just finished the Kickstarter or the Kickstarter had just gone up. He had just finished it. Cause you and I both immediately did late right, pledges. Right, like right, that's right. sitting there that night, we both grabbed it up. Right. That's right. So, you know, it's just this guy had a, had a, a vision. He wanted to make a card game about meats, about eating meats. So what's the best thing to do when you want to make a card game about meats and need some art? What's the, what's, what correct course of action should you take, John D? Probably find an artist that's not a vegetarian. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Incorrect. You should find one that is. Well, that's what they did. And the art is amazing, but apparently it gave her nightmares while she was doing the art. So, uh, good job, artist. Uh, the Ellie Jang? Yes. Yang? The art I is Jang. fantastic. I love it. It actually makes you want to go eat meat. Yeah. Yes, it does. Really does. So, uh, when we played the game, I ended up with zero points. I believe I might have been in the negative. I don't remember now. <laughs> Uh, because on our on our app you can't put negative, uh, but Jared had fifty six points. 
So yeah, he ate a lot of food, but my husband was behind him by one point. So yeah. he also ate a lot of food. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how you ended up with zero. Did you not eat anything? I got stuck with all the negative stuff. Well, the first time we played, you won. I did. You beat the designer of the game. I did. But then this last time we played, I kept getting stuck with all the negative foods um, going into my stomach. So I had like all this dessert and all this bread. I feel like this might happen in real life. I'd be like, oh, that dessert looks really good. Yeah. So the, the mechanic of the game here. You can have four cards in front of you, although I guess more if you have... If they're, if they're drinks, then you can have more drinks. You would not put drinks on your plate. Um, and you have to eat some of this food to get points. Or to get more foods or on your plate, you have to get foods off your plate. And on your turn, you have to do something. So sometimes you're just going to get stuck eating food you don't want to eat. So some of these uh, foods that you eat trigger other foods. Like, this one might be like, as soon as you eat this, take an eat action. So you can chain stuff together. There uh, aren't a lot of those, but there are also cards you play on other players to make them eat everything on their plate. Which, which is, does not always work to your benefit, because they might have a card that blocks you. Yes. And reflects it back to you, and then you have to eat all the food on your plate. Yeah, there's some take that in the game. There is, but it's not the kind of take that where you are going to get upset with the other people. It's it's very lighthearted, fun take that. Yeah, it's uh, more like, oh, were you going to eat that? Stop playing with your food. Look over there. Yeah. Yeah, like, I love take that games anyway, but this is a very uh, docile take that game. I do recommend it. Recommend it uh, if you have a group of friends that only wants to ever play Munchkin. Stop. Definitely try this. Get this. If you're a big fan of Munchkin, try Churrascaria because I think if you and your group like Munchkin, you will really like Churrascaria. If you like Munchkin for the reason that I feel like most people like Munchkin, which is the screwing over your friends, this has In that. a funny tongue in cheek way. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, you're trying to eat all the meat. Yeah. You're trying to eat all the meat. Might not be popular with your vegetarian and vegan friends. Well, who cares? Don't be <laughs> friends with them. They're not real people anyway. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so, John, have you ever been to a Brazilian steakhouse? I have, yes. All right. With so, and vegan, actually. So, see, there you go. Not a real person. So, the, I, I do love the, the mechanic of the game because the one time I've been to a Brazilian steakhouse, the, we had this thing on our on our table. They mm-hmm. flipped from like green to red. Yeah, they always have that, which you have in this game, right. by the way. So green in a real Brazilian steakhouse, green means, hey, dude with giant chunk of lamb and legit sword, meat. bring that sword over here and hack some of that off. Yeah. Which is also how it works in this game, except there's not a guy with a sword with a scimitar. Yeah. So, yeah, if your coaster, it looks like, kind of looks like a coaster. If it's on the green side, then you're telling the, all the meat guys that you want meat. If it's on the red the side, guys. yeah. If it's on the red side, then it, then that means you don't want them to come offer you meat. Yeah, and it just means to to draw a card to that you get meat on your plate. Yeah, and in in the game itself, having your card on green or red um, is helpful when other players are doing stuff that would affect you because there are times you might not want to have to because if if you're on the green side and a and a player does something that makes everybody draw a card if your plate's full you're going to get stuck eating something you might not want to eat because you have to eat i believe you you have to eat the food that is the lowest point lowest Mm -hmm. um so you're going to get stuck eating negative foods if they're in your 
on your plate. So sometimes a good play is to put your, put your, just flip over to the red side. Uh, it looks like you can get a copy of the game directly from them on your mobile device, your computer device, um, your... You go to their website. You go to their website, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absurdistproductions.com, <laughs> where yeah. you can purchase uh, Churiscaria. I don't know. What do people What do people have? Your Google Glass optical uh, implant device? Uh, sh- sure. 25 bucks. And you get a bunch of really cool art. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, really recommend this game. It's it's not it's also a quick game. It's not mm-hmm. gonna take you terribly long to play. I think it took us for a four player game, I think it took us maybe thirty or forty minutes, if even that. Yeah. So a lot faster than Munchkin would be. Yes. So yeah. Churiscardia. Well, let's stick on the the theme here. We've talked about this game a lot, but never in full depth. So we're gonna we're gonna dive right in. Why did you just like make a stabbing? Stabbing the burger with a oh. toothpick, I guess. I don't know. Oh, that's not how burgers work, John D. I, whatever. You put toothpicks in burgers. Oh. Hey, it's Burger Up. We are big fans of Burger Up. Burger Up is a card-matching puzzle game about the art of burger making. Fill orders, earn prestige, and be the best burger chef around. Yeah. Uh, who makes Burger Up? Rule and make. Yes, yes. Rule and make. Games. I yelled that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So in Burger Up, you are a chef, and you are making burgers. Yep. You have two plates in front of you Mm -hmm. so you can only be working on two burgers at a time and there are ingredients the cards are either ingredient uh they're both ingredients and then there are order cards those are the types of burgers that you're making and there's different size burgers that you can make there are different points like a colossal burger um I don't remember. There's a tower a colossal it's it's basically like how many patties are Mm -hmm. on on the burger and you're trying to make burgers and get points. Yes. Uh, players take turns, uh, which is f- four phases. Market phase, you, you buy um, ingredients. Building phase, you can place up to three of those ingredients on your burgers. Burger up phase, you score burgers if you've upped the burgers to the correct uh, amount of upness. And then the cleanup phase, you draw back up to cards. So... Ideally, you would want to be able to manage your hand in a way that lets you build these burgers up. Yes. Here's the thing about these cards. They're not double-sided. Maybe double-sided is not the right word. But they're like half half half-carded. Yeah. So a single card might be... Mustard or Swiss cheese. Yes. Or cheddar cheese or barbecue sauce. So you have to chain things together. Like, okay, you play the Swiss cheese. The Swiss cheese has to have a meat on top of it. So you play the bacon. Well, the bacon card is bacon and ketchup. So you play, you want to play the bacon side. Okay. But then you need to be able to play another condiment on it. Okay. Well, how do I get another condiment? I've got barbecue sauce. Great. Yeah. So you're chaining all these things together to make specific burgers. Right. Because the burgers that you make end up saying things like, uh, has to have equal amounts of like, okay, the even Stevens burger. 
it has to have equal amounts of meat, sauce, salad, and cheese. So if you get stuck putting two patties on the on or two types of meat on your burger because you had no other play, well now you have to make sure that you have two cheeses and two salads and two heats because everything has to be even. So all of the cards are going to be something like that. It's going to dictate what you have to have on the burger and what you can't have on the burger. Like the vegetarian cowboy, barbecue sauce, veggie patty, no meat. So, okay, g- good luck. Yeah. Better chain those together. It is. Turf burger needs three different meat. Yeah, so it's not as easy as you would think. And then if you throw in the Burgers of the World expansion, it adds even more ingredients and uh, orders. So sometimes you're trying to get some interesting things in order to make specific burgers if you've got the Burgers of the World expansion added in. Yeah, you want that red onion, spicy mayo, tomato, beef patty. Let's go. Middle bun, extra pickles. Yeah, it is a really fun game. We played this the year that we got it, which I believe was not this past year, but the year mm-hmm. before. We it played a it ago. a lot. Mm-hmm. We gave a copy away to... Uh, Danielle. Danielle K. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, who's a bike enthusiast now, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, Twitter's like, here's tweets that you missed. I and believe it's... we gave a copy of the game away along with a... Uh, like a burger hat or something? I want to say we made a burger hat. Mm, I, I don't know. We remember. put something in there. We put yeah, something was in there. So some kind of some kind of bonus. Yeah, we're we're both huge fans of this game. As far as food games go, it's really good, and it's just as far as a card game in general goes. You know, I hundred percent recommend this one. It's really cute. The art's fun, although it's, the, it's sort of realistic. Yeah, it's it's like realistic and not realistic at the same time. The, the uh, veggie patty looks super gross. And yeah, just like in real life. I agree that in real life it does, but a lot of my vegetarian friends are like, they don't look like that. So mm. I think it looks kind of gross. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm just prejudiced because I think veggie patties are gross. Well, they are. Yeah. Just like putting an egg on your hamburger is gross. Oh, I think that's delicious. I love eggs nope. on my burgers. Nope. Eggs belong in one thing and one thing only, and that's cakes. Do you know what else is really good on a burger? And this was not in any of these burgers. Pineapple. Peanut butter. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, that is true. Can confirm. Have eaten peanut butter on a hamburger. Yeah, at there's Tom. like Can two confirm. restaurants like Scotty's. The Ram. Um, and the Ram both have a burger with mm-hmm. peanut butter on it. And they're delicious. Oh, yeah. Like the first time I ordered one, I thought this is going to be super weird. But peanut butter is like one of my favorite foods. So I was like, I got to try this. It is so good. And for some reason, I've tried to recreate it at home and it's just not the same. Oh, I just I just um, remembered. Okay, if you mess up your burgers, don't worry. You You have a spatula. Yes. You can like, I think it's once per game. You can use your spatula. I think twice. Cause I think we've cracked jokes about using your dirty, using dirty spatulas, mm. but you can f- floop all that stuff off there and not, not worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. But the sauerkraut. The bummer about that is the fact that if you've been working on a burger for a while and then you realize that at this point, you know, there's just no way you can turn it into an order. That's a lot of work that you're going to have to spatula yeah. off the plate. Ooh, ooh, just close your eyes and think about this for a second. All right. A beef patty, Swiss two cheese. Beef patty, two uh, beef patties. Well, sauce. nope, just, just one. One cheese. Nope, no, none of those things. Uh, well, cheese. One beef patty, Swiss cheese, red onions, bacon, 
mustard, sauerkraut. That's the Globetrotter burger. And guess what? Weird. You can try that at home because I'm sure that you can find access to all of those things, especially mustard. So there's apparently um, a... A cookbook? Cookbook. And it's not... The cookbook has one recipe or one or two recipes in it and a lot of different variants for the game. I don't have the cookbook. Mm. I haven't seen it. But I was reading about it. So apparently it's got some actual real recipes in it. So here's what I want to do, John D. Uh-huh. I want to play this game again. And I want to eat some hamburgers. I'm good with that. I want to have the Saucy Minx. It has three different sauces. <laughs> or the Mad Max. It's a beef patty, roasted pepper, spicy mayo. Or extra cheesy. <laughs> Two different cheesies. I don't want this, though. Breakfast to go. Bacon, fried egg, sandwich only. Oh, I'd eat that. Mm, but it's not no. really a burger. No, it's not. But I would totally eat that. I like bacon. Mm. I like bacon. I like bacon. Mm. I, I like bacon, egg, mm. and cheese biscuits at McDonald's. I gross. Yeah, I know. You don't like eggs. You don't even like the smell of mm-hmm. eggs. Or McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm in Japan. <laughs> and then it's okay. It's a different restaurant. Okay, that's fair. Speaking of different restaurants, Johnny, have you heard about the latest news from Kickstarter? Um that's How was not, that? Was that a good that's a really weird transition, but sure, let's let's move wow. on. Wow. <laughs> Amazingly, there's a new Tiny Epics game on Kickstarter. Oh what? Tiny Epic Tactics featuring a 3D environment. Tactical combat in a 3D environment featuring solo play, cooperative play, competitive play, blah, 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 blah. and team play. So as I've, as I've mentioned before, when we've talked about Tiny Epic games, I, ha- I don't own any of them and I've never played any of yeah, them. I this have totally the needs problem. to be rectified at some point. Yeah. Yeah, we can play, um, I think, Tiny Epic Galaxies. Probably be the first one for you. Well, I really like space space games, yeah. This one's gimmick is interesting. I should clarify the fact that I haven't just, I haven't avoided the Tiny Epic games. There's nothing about them I don't want to play. I just haven't ever played one and haven't ever bought one. It's not like I'm going, I don't want to play that. You keep seeing gambling games at at conventions and going, ugh. Oh, yeah, totally. And he's making that up. That's yeah. That's not true. Johnny doesn't do that. One hundred percent not true. So she yeah. keeps going to conventions and going. Ugh! I wish I could get over there and look at those games, but I'm too busy. Probably that <laughs> sounds a lot more like like <laughs> something I would say at a convention. So yeah, Tiny Epic Tactics. Yes, Tiny Epic Tactics achieves endless layers of strategy and fun through utilizing a simple combat system with variable pl- player powers and three D terrain. The terrain kind of reminds me of uh, Minecraft. Yes, that's because nesting inside the game box are five smaller boxes and a map slash scroll. Players will set up the game by placing these five boxes plus the box bottom onto the scroll in designated areas. This creates the environment that players will explore and battle across. It's Minecraft the game, sort of. Well, in Minecraft, can you conquer your opponents in tactical combat where every calculated move matters? Dot, 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 or journey across the land and through the caves in a grand cooperative slash solo adventure? Maybe. I've never played Minecraft. Well, let me tell you, in competitive play, players will pit their teams against one another. Okay, (laughs) everybody can go to the Kickstarter and read all of these exact words themselves. Why don't you talk about why you want to back this game, Jared? I have backed all of the Tiny Epic games. I've enjoyed all of them. Uh, and this one has 3D terrain that fits inside the box. And there are different types of heroes that have different ways of attacking. 
Do the meatballs really look like that? Probably. Because those are cool. Probably. And here's what I love. Okay, so scroll down until you get to the spooky animation with the spider. And observe as the meeple approaches the cave front and the box flips over and you go inside the box and then you have an adventure inside the box. Yeah, I got to say this game, having never played Tiny Epic uh, anything, I think this game looks really cool. Yeah, the goal is to acquire treasures that belong to the enemy. If you want to play a game where you adventure across the map, fighting spawning enemies and exploring caves printed on the interior of each of the boxes, this is the game for you. There are fighters, wizards, rogues, and beasts. Plus it's $25. 25 Earth US American dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if they get $270,000, they're going to get a uh, adorable panda character. Whoa. Super cute. Jing Jing is the name of the panda. So uh, adorable. Mm-hmm. At $235,000, they get a really awesome ginger girl. Mm. Gingers are awesome. Mm. Mm. Well, uh, hmm. Interesting. I like this. Uh, the the stretch goal that upgraded the scroll. So instead of it was going to be tear-resistant paper, probably Tyvek, now it's a cloth scroll with stitched edging. Cool. There's also some expansions that you can get your get your tiny little mitts on. Like the winter. You see what highlands. I did there? Yes. Yes. Um. Yes. There's there's two expansions, but it's it's one expansion. Yeah, the Savage Wastelands and the Winter Highlands. So, I have one reservation about this, and it's the same reservation that I've had about all of them. It is fulfilled by Ship Naked, which has a interesting track record as far as a company that's job is to ship things out goes. Um, still backing it. Still gonna back it. I'm gonna get the all in with the with the expansion, the Savage Wasteland Winter High, Highlands map. Comes in its own box, which is kind of disappointing, but it kind of has to. It's a necessity. Well, because it's a bunch of different boxes, yeah. So you wouldn't really be able to fit these right. into. Which is sort of a disappointment. I, I like putting expansions in the original game box whenever possible. But this one just isn't possible. This one, the expansion is a box. Yeah, yeah. So so can't really do that. Right. You just have to get some box bands and put them together. Box bands. I like box bands. Not a sponsor. Buy some. Not a sponsor, but holy crap, guys, box bands. They're awesome. I like them a lot. Oh, my MacBook has a low battery, John D. So do you want to talk about this... uh, Yes. This other Kickstarter? So the other Kickstarter that we have our eye on is 1001 Odysseys, which is kind of... It's a sequel to Mario Odyssey. Yeah, it is not. What? Um, it's from Asmati Games. Not Asmodee. Not Asmodee. Yes. yes. Asmati. Uh, so this one, it's, it's a little bit different of a game. It's a space game, but it's a fantasy space game as opposed to pew-pew sci-fi. And... It's a like a story-driven game, as far as I was able to understand yes. from watching the video. Yes, that's my understanding as well. So different things you do, you're going to refer to specific things in the book, and it'll say, here's what's happening, and here are your choices. And then your choices that you make are going to influence how the story continues to unfold. It's how I understood it. So full disclosure here, um, 
John D probably won't be buying this game because, and there's only one because, and if I can talk her out of this because, it's, you know, sometimes when you make a game, you make a decision in the design where you say, you know what, let's have this game be disposable. Yeah, I hate that. And it's, you know, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. This one is, it's not a legacy game insofar as you have to rip stuff up. It's just, you have to write on something. Because it's your your captain's log or whatever you want to call it, your adventure log. But they do have a refresh kit that you can get. See, and that's that's that irritates me too, because then you're then you have to keep giving them money to get more stuff to continue to play your game. Um, you don't have to. They're also going to make these available as PDFs, but if you want the professionally printed ones, then you right. have to give them money. Right. Um, that may not deter me because the game does look really cool. Yeah. And so the art's really pretty. So, Johnny, uh, I I pointed this out to you when we were looking at this. Isn't this interesting? The design team for this game, I think this is awesome. There's no men. Johnny's making a face. Well, I guess it's, the, I mean, because the owner of Asmati is a male. Well, but that, that's, that's not this But game. yeah, um, the, yes, the, there, there are. I don't know, some of these cats might be male. They, yeah, so when they, they talk about their design team in, in both the video and the video actually is, very, the Kickstarter video is very much like a, a, a documentary. Yeah, it, whatever, the, the slow pacing and they've got some music playing that makes it feel like I'm watching. And it cuts to different people that were part of the project. and A lot it, of talking heads. It feels very much like a documentary. Um, it wasn't boring like some documentaries, but it definitely felt like a documentary as opposed to a Kickstarter video. And it was a little long. But it didn't lose me, so... Uh, it didn't tell you why you should like this game and promise you that your mother will play it with it, you? It did not. That was, We've seen some of those. We have. So, back to the design team. Yes. I'm scrolling and scrolling. Okay, so the design team is all women. Uh, the, artist, the, the artists are women. The writers, world builders. Um, there was a, I guess, narrative architect or writer... Um, the art director and the uh, creator of the game, they're all, they're all women. So this game is completely uh, women-driven. So if that's, as as if that's important to you. Yeah, I think it's really cool because especially the last like year or two, there's been a lot of talk about wanting more women in the industry. So a game like this that is really cool and appears to be a very innovative game. And Asmati said it's the biggest project that they've ever worked on um, as a team and the biggest team that they've ever had for a game. And the team is all um, all female, except for apparently some of the cats are male because they have a special thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, it says a, a thank you to our idiot first sons and daughters. I can attest to that. My cats can be idiots. Yeah, especially too. the part that says they're loud complaining and knocking things over during team meetings is a constant source of inspiration. I'm not sure I would have worded it that way, but it's so true. Cats, <laughs> cats for you. But I love the fact that you know, being cat lover, I absolutely love the fact that they included their cats on the team. Yeah, I have five. <laughs> yep, I I love this. Yeah. So the game. Yeah, I, I, it's definitely on my watch list. 
and I I may back it. Yeah, it's sort of a choose-your-own-adventure. It says here that each playthrough you only hit about 30% of the story, so you'll have to play it multiple times. Um, and that's that's where Jondi gets the rub, because you got to write some stuff down and add some new papers to that. Yeah. And uh, buy a refresh kit. I guess you don't have to buy it, but... But yeah, the passports, chapter sheets, and discoveries booklet all get written on as you adventure. Yep. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a beautiful game, though. So, go check it out. Okay. Well, and both of those will be linked in the episode description on our website. Those, uh, they don't. We have established that they don't show up on iTunes, right? We've Correct. They don't. That? You have to okay. go to our website to look at the episode notes. Okay. Well... You can do that or don't do that. I don't care. I mean, you can just we don't get Google any money. The game, so yeah, we don't get money. There's no ads on our website. We don't get some kind of click-through bonus if you look at a Kickstarter through. Nope. Through us. If so we're just telling you things that we're interested in. <laughs> we're not your mom. Not a not a real doctor. Can't can't tell you what to do. Yeah. Well, Johnny. Until next time, I guess. You can eat chit and dice. Commons license, attribution, non-commercial, share alike, 4.0, international.